Initializing recap. Thimble appears in the screen. Not only is the Sinonan Empire kind of like on the brink of war with the Federation, they think you guys are saboteurs. The others, like Quip, Query, Satir, they all got shipped off to Trillis. I've been tinkering with the footage that everyone is using to make it look like you attack the cube. I was able to get past that initial corruption. I'm just going to show you. The second it starts, it pixelates, and then this little 8-bit character walks across the screen, and they wag their finger. This is a Technomancer's calling card. Can you figure out who it is? It belongs to a Technomancer by the name of Vale. If you can find whoever that is, you might be able to reverse this footage. Their last known location was on Surth. Good news, um, I've actually managed to reroute the Maverick's tavern capabilities, so you guys can start taking contracts again. The screen flickers again, and you are brought to what seems to be a news broadcast. There is a young woman there in like her early 30s on the screen, and like the lower thirds, it says, Overseer Astrid Aurelius. Before the Ministry of Defense can enact any sort of bounties, we are allowing the remaining Maverick Kuru who is still at large to turn yourself in for formal questioning. She bows her head and takes a step back as a, another young man comes to the front. It is with great pleasure that I introduce myself as newly appointed special consultant to the Ministry of Defense. I assure you however, that when the softness of the guild expires, myself in conjunction with the administration and the ministry will come down with the full force of the Federation to bring those responsible to justice at any cost. So we'll take pass control and hacking a hack. I imagine you are the folks who took the contract. And you must be Bacchus. There have been two murders. Were they killed in a particular way? Throat slit and a shot in the back. Quick question. Uh, does that feel familiar to me, Dane? 100%. <laughs> Fuck me. You're, uh, Bacchus, Bacchus, it happened again. As you turn the body over to start giving it a once-over, you get sort of a, a chill that runs across your skin because this Yosoki looks very, very similar to you, down to the milky eye, down to the scars under the fur, down to the same fur pattern. It looks like someone has killed you. Recap complete. Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Boys, I got two questions for you. What could they be? I don't know. I'm curious. Wait, let's guess. Let's guess. Absolutely not. Are you ready to rock? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Are you ready to roll? Eternally. Yep. Let's do it. Ready to solve a mystery, Dave. And rewrite history? Brat Tales. Woo. I don't get the reference. No. Duck Tales? DuckTales? Yeah. I, I don't understand. Okay. Yeah, Reading I forgot. Rainbow. You guys don't get good cartoons in the States. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. In Florida. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Representing.
So yes, you guys are currently in uh, are on the space station of Sirth, otherwise known as Second Earth. It is the antithesis of the cube. It is uh, essentially Space Vegas. You are in one of the shadier neighborhoods or the more run-down neighborhoods of the lowest tier of Sirth, known as the Midnight Bazaar, and you're in a neighborhood known as the Burrows. You guys took a contract from a man named Bacchus, who uh, is in sort of middle-aged Yosoki who has put out a call to taverns in an effort to figure out who's been killing uh, Yosoki in the neighborhood. Two bodies were found, and when you arrived, a third was found. And with the chilling revelation that this body looks almost exactly like Durin. This body looks almost exactly like you. Um, shit. Do we know if the other bodies has looked anything like this? Uh, Bacchus and the younger Yosoki who brought you to the body nod, and Bacchus says, Yeah, they were all more or less of the, the same description, yes. And you uh, didn't want to mention that when you saw, saw our friend here a little while ago? It's uncanny now that I look at it, but I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't really make the connection. No one here would want to kill you, would they? I... I don't answer that question. I, I want to go through the <laughs> through the pockets just to see what's on them. Yeah, Bacchus steps forward and is like, "Hey, what? Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Sorry." Um, and I'm hoping for like a matchbook leading us to the to the next location. Uh, well, roll me a perception check, please. All right. I feel like while this is happening, Cody's going to scan the crowd because in movies that he's watched, there's always <laughs> the person that did it watching. Okay. Yeah. Roll a perception check. That's a twelve. <laughs> you see I them. Got- Blood splattered across their face, a hood over there. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got a 16. Cool. So you don't really find anything in their pockets at all. Like Mm -hmm. there's some, uh, there's like a cred stick and there's, you know, some receipts and garbage. There's like a gum wrapper, but there doesn't seem to be anything, you know, of of importance in there. But what I will give you with a 16 as you're going over, um, you notice that they uh, this person has also been executed. Uh, a shot in the back and a throat slit. Great. How about those receipts? Where, where has he been recently? Does that... Or are you saying um, yeah. that as in I shouldn't look into it? I mean, I can tell you where he's been. It, it, he was at a, a like a food stall, like a, like a cart that's in the nearby area. Uh, and it seems like there's like also a, a grocery, like a grocery seat. Shit. Does uh, one, does he have any family? Are you asking Bacchus? Yeah. He said, I, I mean, we don't all know each other. I, I don't know who this guy is. I'm, I'm sorry. And no idea on him either. Yeah. Uh, the ID is his bracelet. Oh, did okay. anyone witness the, the killing? Uh, the little one steps where he goes, I, I don't think so. I mean, like it's, not a whole lot of people are out here. We were coming out to, uh, and he looks nervous and he goes, hang out. How young is this dude? Uh, he's like a teenager. Mm, I think he means doing drugs, Cody. But he's too young. Yeah, we're, we're too young for drugs. We don't do drugs. What What's drugs? Uh, Cody's going to do a sense motive. <laughs> that is an, an eight, a ten, a ten. Yeah, you, I mean, with a ten, it's, <laughs> he's nervous. But do I believe him? Uh, well, hold on. Nope. <gasps> Cody's just like looking at him shock but uh, he starts backing away he's just like I should probably I, I'm too young for dead bodies this is in, you're too young for drugs too stay in okay. school alright and he begins running away <laughs> Cody's just like spiraling 
Let's check the bracelet. Let's see what his ID is. Uh, cool. You will have to give me an engineering check, please. Ooh. To see if you can uh, do like a little scan or a little read of this. Oh, there we go. 30. Yeah, that's that's enough. Yeah, you managed to sort of like reverse engineer the chip in there and get a little scan on your data pad. And sure enough, you get his ID and his name is Sammy. M-M-I? Uh, M-I. S-A-M-I. Ooh. Oh, only one M. Yeah. Suspicious. Where'd the other one go? Yeah. This was a mugging. That's something we're going to have to look into. You also get his, uh, like his address as well. Well, Dern, uh... We can pretend that there's no link between you and these, but we know our luck. We could beat around the bush like we have for the last couple months about your past, but I've got a feeling whatever you used to do is now leading to this moment where someone is trying to kill you. Aggressively trying to kill you. Can we have this conversation away from a crowd, please? Make a note. We're gonna have to have a conversation a little bit. No, I get that. We definitely do, but... Rather not discuss that in front of all these people. Mm, that's fair. I also need more time to come up with this serial killer name. Let's go get a boozy milkshake and talk. You guys aren't that close to the diner. You would have to like leave the borough and <laughs> like go back to sort of like the, the main tourist strip. You just keep going hey, back to the same fifties restaurant every time just to talk. Cody kind of assumes that they're on every corner. I mean, if you guys want to go to a bar, yeah, there are. There's you know definitely bars in the borough, but back yes, if I may. Yeah, we'll take the contract as already stated. Um, I think this is going to be a little bit close to home for us. Uh, we'll get to the source of it. Okay. Thank you. I I appreciate that. Uh, before you go, when did this all start? It uh, lasts last night, I think last night as in this is we've had three bodies over the course of like 24 hours yeah wait a second uh w- right w- after the broadcast perhaps right after the broadcast perhaps so it might not be necessarily your past it might be our present well what that broadcast could do is let somebody know that Durham's still alive oh i'm assuming that there's a whole slew of people that uh that are aware of that right now bacius looks at you and says Hey, uh, I know I just hired you, but if this is your mess, I would really appreciate it if you cleaned it up. No, no, it has nothing to do with me. It's all coincidence. Don't worry about it. All coincidence. We'll clean it all up. All coincidence. Cody gives the thumbs up. All three of you give me bluff checks, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hell yeah. Oh, I got it. I rolled a 27. I got a oh, 15. I got a 13. <laughs> um, You know what with... Durin, you were kind of the most important one to to sort of nail that, and you did. So he squints at you for a second and sort of like looks at you in sort of the order in which he doesn't believe you. <laughs> and uh, then just kind of nods and just says, regardless, my credit is, uh, is good. So clean it up one way or the other, please. Will do. Uh, where where would three friends go get a beverage to discuss some murders around here? There's a place called The Hole that probably the safest for the three of you. Alrighty. Alright, we'll take care of this. We'll let you know if you find anything. Will all three of us fit in The Hole? Bacchus looks at <laughs> the two of you and just <laughs> goes, Okay, I do want to remind you that it costs you guys money to not solve this. Just a reminder. And walks away. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. 
well, we've never failed a job, so it'll be fine. Yes, I don't know if we've talked about this on air, but yeah, every time any you have to pay the credit, the value of the job if you guys fuck it up. Can we ever like can we just start a scam business where we give people impossible jobs and they owe us money? I mean, people would have to take the job first. Mm-hmm. They have to make it sound believable, but it has right, to well, be let's, impossible. Let's discuss that. Fuck these dead rats. <laughs> wow, rude. Very rude. Very rude. <laughs> no, this is not. I'm not Cody. Don't worry. Um, do you right. guys want to... Are you just going to the bar? I, I think we should head over to his place and just talk on the way. Yeah. Um, before okay. we leave this area, I'm just going to just... like. Eh, was the body... Was this a secluded area? Like, like, Or was it like... I'm trying to get get a figure out whether... It, they, he just saw them and decided to attack him, or if he's been tracking him down, if this was an ambush or a trap. Give me a perception check. I will say that this is this is not a well traveled area, so this was like it's it's like a old rundown sort of like playground that is in gross disrepair and is mostly like ramshackle. And you can guess by the kid that this is kind of like where people sneak off to do shady shit. Uh, there'll be an unnatural twenty with that you notice that there are uh, footsteps coming from him. It seems like he was walking through the the sand uh, from one direction, heading towards... It's kind of like an L-shape, and he was cutting diagonally through the park. There's also another set of footsteps that seem to appear out of nowhere, take a few steps, and then also disappear. Duran, have you pissed off any witches? Dane, have I pissed off any witches? You tell me, buddy. It's your character. I don't think so. All right. I'll table that idea. Let's <laughs> let's go to check this guy's house. Was there like where the footsteps originated? Is there like a deeper set that might look like he jumped off something? Or give me a give me a physical science check if you've got it. Uh, I do not. I have it. I can roll. That's a oh. good idea, Cody. Let me have a look. Uh, Sixteen. Yeah. The first set of footprints are a little deeper. Um, Not by much. It seems like it was a soft landing. And then it seems like the last set of footprints also have the same sort of slightly deeper indentation. Well, hopefully that means they're not teleporting. Oh, yeah. At the very least, it's an individual that can fly, maybe, or float, or... Good at jumping. Good at jumping. Could be a kangaroo. Have you pissed off a kangaroo, (laughs) Dern? Not yet. Is it clear that it was another Yasovsky footprint, or... Do we not know? I guess it would be a boot print, so there's no way to tell. Um, I will say that with the the physical science and the perception check, you can guess that it is a smaller creature. Okay. Like smaller than a Yusoki or smaller like a Yusoki? Small like a Yusoki. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go check out Sammy's house. As Duran mentioned, uh, it's tough to tell, but you can tell it is a small creature. So it wouldn't be out of of line to to assume it's another Yusoki. Duran... In the middle, you wanna you wanna take point, Merrick? I'll I'll bring up the back. Sounds good. Thank you. I mean, I don't think we're gonna find much at his place, but if they've been tracking him for a while, we might find some evidence of that. Also, the more we walk around, the more you might draw their attention, and they might come to us. You're like bait. <laughs> Boy, am I feeling paranoid now? Can I, I'm gonna make a perception check, Dan. I'm feeling very paranoid. Hey, that's a great idea. Um, you know, twenty one. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> 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 for it. a second you feel like you might have saw something on one of the rooftops but when you look over you don't see anything oh i'm paranoid as fuck <laughs> let's go let's, let's get out of here i don't want to just pile on to perceptions but i do think part of cody taking the back would be him 
trying to like you know look around too. Sure. I mean, it was your idea as well to use Duran as bait, so I will give you a perception check as well. Yeah. Well, that's a sixteen. Uh, yep. Yeah, you don't see anything. Cool. So, uh, Duran. Yeah. Yeah. Ask ask away while we walk. Uh, I, I believe over over the last little bit, I've been able to deduce that uh, you used to do not good things. Yeah, murder. That's murder. It can't it's be not good. really murder, but yeah, more or less. You were an assassin, something of that nature. Uh, the assassination kind of leans more towards it. Murder implies it was more personal than that. This was not personal. I've seen how you work. Well, the current murder is personal, but what you used to do, obviously not. We don't need all the dirty details, Darren, but what we do need to know is you've probably pissed off a bunch of people. Did you have a cool assassin name? Yeah, did you have a cool assassin name? That's actually more important than my question. I don't know. <laughs> Nothing like that. Or at least I don't think it was cool anyway. Um, what was it? Yeah, what oh, was Dan. it? Dane, remind me. What was it? I don't know. Did you have a fucking assassin name? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, hey, the... Like the people you killed and like the communities that you've killed in might have called you something, but like you didn't have a call sign or anything, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah I don't think so either. So it's like, no, 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 I didn't have a name or anything. But either way, the gist of it is I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. Then I left without telling anyone and disappeared. So if my little understanding of Yosoki history lines up, there are two factions, if I'm mistaken. No, there's uh, fur, fang, claw, and tail. Then there's the penis clan. <laughs> we don't talk about them. For fang, claw, tail, and rat dick. <laughs> Everything was fine until the rat dick clan attacked. <laughs> 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 oh. So, Durin. Yeah. Four clans. Which member? Which were you a member of? It's fur. Fur. When we walked in here, I saw you looking at something down an alleyway. Was that some kind of... It belonged to my clan. What? So the clan's still established? Is that something still happening? I don't know what... Ha- I, I don't know. I've been away from them for so long. I have no idea what the state of affairs between the clans are right now. And the way these people have been killed, is it... Yeah. Like the hallmark of your clan? Is it... It's it's how we did our killings. Okay. Don't so, suppose you have any old friends in, in the city that might want to help you? Or uh, I, I came here to disappear. I didn't come here to meet up with people. As far as I know, I don't think anyone here... Uh, Dane, do I have any old friends here? I don't think I would. No. I, I think this might have been one of the first places you went, and that would have been like... I feel like you probably would have just been taken as the lowest key jobs and not mm. getting your name out, you know? Yeah, that sounds right. That feels right. Just kept my head down and... I wish I, had, I wish I had more to tell you. I wish I could be like, ah, it's this person's here. But it's like, well, it's it's both familiar and unfamiliar because I don't know why they would be operating here. If this was you, how would you kill you? Like, what's what's the protocol? Because if we know that, we'll know best how to protect you. Well, be locate target, track target, keep an eye on his regular activities and such. Wait for the moment when they're alone. Well, isn't that valuable information as a very very large human turns the corner and cuts you off from an alley as you're walking down the streets to the burrow and then you hear a couple more footsteps behind you and a Yosoki and a uh, Shirin are behind you and the three of them are wearing this kind of cobbled together red armor with a white like teardrop in the center of it and uh, Durin, you'd recognize these people for sure. 
Oh no. These people are named the Blood Letters. And they are a pretty, like, infamous bounty hunter slash mercenary group on uh, Surth. And what was their name again? The Blood Letters? The Blood Letters. Uh, they are also known... Uh, actually, no, Duran, you would know this. Um, Merrick, you can roll a culture if you want. Uh, you too, um, Cody. Actually, no, Cody, you wouldn't know any of this, unfortunately. 19. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay, so Merrick and Duran, you both know this. Um, they're also known as the Leeches as they are very underhanded in their tactics. And what they often do is wait for bounty hunters to capture the bounties and then kill those bounty hunters and steal their bounty. So, gentlemen, let me guess. Uh, You're here preemptively to uh, capture us. Uh, We have 72 hours, I believe. Well, by now, probably 69. Nice. 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 <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, you hear the the Sharon behind you say that. Uh, the the big round human uh, smiles. Almost half his teeth are missing, and he just says, "I do believe actually we would be track. I think we're in the tracking phase. Is that right, uh, Furball? We're tracking you at this point in time. This is just our way of saying uh, hi. We know you're here." Um, but now that you mention it, uh, their forearms, I do think it would be pretty beneficial to us if we just grabbed you now, threw you in a basement and, uh, you know, watched our clocks carefully. And then, oh, look at that. We did it. We found you. So what do you say? Could wait till we have more credits on us. Let us finish a few jobs. Do you want less teeth? Is it, Oh, sorry. Is this... Is this thing what are, what are you? I have seen some pretty jacked up shit in my life, but you, sir, are the most jacked up in terms of musculature, like pretty jacked. Thank no, you. in in terms of looking like someone reached into a trash compactor and made what is the most horrifying metal snowman out of the garbage that they pulled out. <laughs> All right, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you leave Cody. my friend out of this insult me call me forearms all you want but this was just gonna be a civil conversation and now we're just gonna have to kick the shit out of you cody beams he's like you're too stupid to have a good time you are too stupid to have a good time uh he reaches out to fist bump merrick uh, merrick one of his arms goes back <laughs> to receive the fist bump <laughs> You hear just like just laughing. All three of them are just laughing. Just like, look, guys, we're just fucking with you. This is consider this, you know, from one uh, independent contractor to another, a professional courtesy that when time ticks down, we're coming. I look forward to it. I'm excited for our next round of trash talk. I'll uh, I'll have something better, I think. Hey, I'm just amazed you're upright. Oh, that's good. Hold on. Um, fuck. Born an asshole and just grew bigger. That's you. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. And he turns around and they disappear into the alleys that they emerged from. That was weird. Very pleasant folk. Should we have punched them? Yeah, I think we should have punched them. That's we should have punched we'll, them. We'll get the chance. I mean, we could just track them on our end and preemptive strike. Yeah, you could well, shoot them in the back and slit their throat. Too soon. If we're doing this whole tracking chain of someone tracking us and us tracking someone else, 
I'd rather cut one of these ends off. Let's deal with the person who wants to kill you first turn, and then we'll track other people. I have a feeling they're closer than, we, than we'd like to hope for. Oh, I'm sure they know we're already here. Do you think if I was an assassin, Metal Snowman would be my name? That's a pretty good one. It's not bad. It was a, it was a good diss. Winter yeah. comes early with the Metal Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot to work with with that one. It's going to uh, be a long winter. No? No, that's mm-hmm. good. No, that's good. That's good. Okay. So another thing I was thinking about, guys, about this whole Durin assassin thing. I feel like anyone who had the same skill set of you, Durin, what's the chances of them actually confusing somebody for you? Or is this, a, or is this like to get your attention? Durin will take a step back and think about that. And it's like, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong at all. Someone with your skill set wouldn't make the same mistake three times. I believe someone may be killing people that looks like you to get our attention. Yeah, maybe they just don't care. Worst case... They're covering all bases. Best case, they send a message. No, you're 100% right. They would have known that they weren't me. They just looked like me, right? Unless they've lost their mind and something (sighs) happened, they were triggered, and they just sort of went off. I don't know. What if they're not as good as Darren? What if they're not his level? What if they're you know an up-and-comer trying to make a name for themselves? They might not yet have the skills. Anyone could shoot someone in the back and slit their throat. If these people weren't warriors... They might have been, but if they weren't... Curious. Well, keep it in mind. Let's get to this guy's house. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that you get there uh, with no other impediments, and uh, it is just a like a, a, a tenement housing, sort of like multiple... It's this long, narrow building that has multiple apartments, and his is on the fifth floor. All right. This could be a trap, so let's make sure we're being careful every step of the way, all right? Fair. Darren, take point on this. You're better at looking for traps and all that stuff. I'm- I suppose we shouldn't take the elevator. There isn't one. Oh, then let's head up the stairs and I'll search for traps along the way. Sure, give me a perception check. 18. Uh, You don't see anything. Okay, yeah, it's safe. Okay, let's keep moving. All right. Uh, Yeah, you get to the fifth floor and his is unit four. Okay. Do we knock? I guess. We don't know who still lives here. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, this just happened right they might not know yeah i uh i cover my face that's fair put a hood up yeah but also i don't want to be like oh you came back you know i don't i don't need that on me right now no that's fair uh merrick will take the lead on this merrick's gonna knock on the door you don't hear anything from the other side okay darren get the lock oh is it locked i check it's not locked that's this doesn't seem like the kind of place you'd leave your shit unlocked i check for traps Okay, give me a perception check. 100% before that door opens. Natural 20, 28. Yes. Uh, no no traps. Oh, I'm nervous about it. All right. Merrick slowly opens the door. And you are like 100% positive, Duran. You've you've laid traps. You know how this goes. You check every possible scenario, and you are without a doubt 100% certain that this door is not trapped. Oh, I know where this is going to fucking go. I don't know why, but the way you said that made me feel less safe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Traps on I'm the just, other side of the door where I can't yeah. check. That means I'm doing my job right. If when I tell you guys have done a good job and you get more nervous because of it, makes me feel good. Everything <laughs> but the door is a trap. So yeah. when you open it, the whole trap building activates. It's going to be a, a, just a mini gun on the other side that's just going to rip <laughs> us apart. Uh, <laughs> Merrick opens the door. 
Uh, and inside you reveal a shoebox of an apartment. Your Stokies don't need a whole lot of space. They're small, they're small fellas, but this is almost comically small. There is a small cot in the far corner. There's a single window, a very, very small kitchenette that includes like a mini fridge, a hot plate, and like a single cupboard. And there is a tiny one seat, old, old recliner that has, it used to be leather, but it's now just sort of that canvas after it all peels. And uh, there's a table in the center of the room covered in pizza boxes and Chinese food boxes and just a bunch of old takeout and a and an old uh, like TV in the across the from the chair. All right, um, let's look around. Uh, cool. Everyone, give me perception checks, please. Ha! Uh, my natural twenty came back to bite me with a natural one. Okay. Damn. I have a nine. Sixteen. Fifteen. Uh, does a twenty-four hit your EAC, Duran? Oh, it sure does. Cool. Uh, you take seven points of cold damage as you are shot in the back as you enter the room. Holy shit. Everyone roll initiative for me, please. Damn. Okay. Uh, this is our first combat in two sessions. <laughs> no, dice. Come on. What'd y'all uh, get? I got a 19. Merrick has a 10. I have a 10 as well because I rolled a natural one. Okay. Uh, who's got the higher decks? Uh, Darren. Yeah, I definitely do. But I feel like Merrick should go first because of my one. I've, thankfully, I don't punish people for initiative ones. What is it about this apartment that shook you? Well, the assassin gets to go first. They've shot you on the back as they were hanging onto the coat hanger on the back of the door, and they drop down. <laughs> and... You asshole! <laughs> That's such a dick move, Dave. <laughs> we checked. I got a natural 20 on that door. It's not a trap. It's a person. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like someone hanging behind the door about to shoot you. That's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> that was what your perception checks were for. You're a um, son of a bitch. <laughs> and they, as they drop, they just charge forward at you. And does a 25 KAC hit you? Damn. Yeah, it does. As they brandish a tactical dueling sword for 13 points of slashing damage. Oh, fuck. And you can tell they are going for your throat. Yeah. Uh, you said 13, right? Correct. Oh, shit. Um, oh, actually, nope. Sorry. That is 18 points of damage because they're Jesus. using their momentum ability. Anytime they uh, move 10 feet in the same round, their first melee attack does a five additional points of damage. This is scary as fuck, Dave. As the dark apartment, the soft neon glow comes through the window, this assassin just charges you and attempts to take Durin out as quickly and as cleanly as possible. It is your turn, Cody. What do I see? Like, do I know what What do they look like? It is very obviously a Shoki. It is a female. Mm -hmm. She has a hood up and a sort of metal rebreather covering the bottom half of her face. And uh, she has these, like, patterns that have... Looks like they've been dyed into her fur. Like these okay. swirling sort of, like, coils going up her arm and around her body. Like and green just, coils? Sorry? Green coils? No. Okay. Like, like dyed black. Okay. And uh, just the dueling sword? Um, she has a pistol, but yes, she's she's got a, a dueling sword in her hand as well. Uh, Cody's gonna... How far am I? Like five feet? Ten feet? 
I'll say you guys are like you guys went into the room together and hadn't mm-hmm. done anything yet, so I'll say you are all in range of her. Okay, uh, I'm going to try to. Can I like if I double attack? Can one of those be a disarm, or do I have to do a disarm as a full action? A disarm is a standard action. Okay, so I'm going to try to disarm them. Okay. That is a 21. It's KC plus 8, right? I believe so. Um, You go for her sword, and she does a a one-handed cartwheel over your attempt and lands back on her feet without missing a beat. Yeah, that was low. Uh, I'm not going to five foot to the side to, like, try set up a flank. Okay. Uh, It is Durin's turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to make her the target of my trick attack. And I am going to make a move away from her because sure. of my uncanny mobility. She does not get an attack of opportunity. Damn, okay. But I failed the bluff, definitely. <laughs> with it. Or it's not, not the bluff, but the stealth with a with an 18. Okay, yeah. Uh, that does not work. She um, takes... It's like, a really uh, small apartment. <laughs> a thrust at you, and you're already gone. You've scurried away, and... You hear through the, the rebreather, running away again, then Durin. Oh, son of a bitch. Okay. Um, you can still take your attack, right? You just don't get the trick damage? Yeah, okay. I still get my attack. I just don't get my bonus. And I think that will really... F- oh, my God. Durin's, Durin's really frazzled right now with that uh, because he rolled a natural one. Again? Damn. Again. That's three nat ones in a row, buddy? Uh, no, because the bluff or oh, the right. stealth yeah, yeah. was a was a three. <laughs> um, your what weapon are you using right now? Uh, my arc pistol. It's an electric weapon. You hear something inside of it go, and it overheats and is now sparking. And you will have to take a move action on your next turn to like reset it and discharge the electricity. Cool, uh, Merrick. It's your turn. Unless you're doing something else, turn. No, no, that's a full round thing. Um, I'm not sure if you want to give me a moment to see if I recognize them. Give me, you know what? You don't need to do a perception check. You don't know who this is, but you can tell that they are an inquisitor. It is like the highest level of Yosoki sort of like assassinhood is becoming an inquisitor. Cool. All right. Anyway, that's my turn. So you know this is a big deal. Yeah, I'm going to get shanked to death in this tiny apartment around my friends. Uh, Merrick, it's your turn. Uh, so yeah, Merrick is going to go into graviton mode. That dark purple hue covers him, and he goes into swing. Um, natural twenty. Amazing. Oh I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad someone's rolling better than me. Um, so that's going to be thirty six. Holy shit! Hold on, let me double check my math. But it is a lot. It's beautiful. Um, as she flips over Cody and Durin scurries away, and she takes a like a, a, a thrust, which, you know, normally would have hit someone. She overextends a little bit. And how do you, where do you clip her? Like lower body, like just going for like, I know that by being with Durham that they're just sneaky and sly. So I'm just taking the widest possible swing to get as much body as possible. Yeah. You, you bury your blade across the width of her, just right into her stomach. And you hear a, a like a sort of just absolute like winded blow because uh, you did pretty much take half her health in one hit. Uh, I also need a fortitude save. Uh, okay. For the burn. Well, that's a natural one. Oh. So, yeah, they get burned. So on their turn, uh, they take 1d4 fire damage until it's extinguished. Okay. So they're on fire. <laughs> Are we standing on opposite sides right now? I think so. 
Yeah, Mera can now take, like, he can take a guarded step if you would like. Yeah, we can't, we can't let them escape. But I've got the feeling this won't be the only assassin we're going to have to fight. Oh, fuck. Did Merrick say that out loud? No, not yet. Uh, okay, she takes 12 points of fire damage, so she'll have to do a DC 12 reflex save to extinguish that. But first, she is going to... You mean two um, points? Sorry, what did I say? 12. Okay, yeah, sorry. Two points of fire damage, and she's got to do a DC 12 reflex. Um, But she's going to completely ignore the two of you, and she's pursuing Durin. So she, like, hops over the table covered in stuff and uh, charges at you again. How far did you move, Durin? Uh, Just, I'm imagining to the window. Like, I can only get, like, 30 feet away, and I know there's not 30 feet in this apartment. So he's. I can imagine he's as far away from the door as possible, but he's backed up against a wall at this point. Uh, okay. Well, then I will uh, say that is easily 10 feet. Um, so Merrick and Cody, you get attacks of opportunity on her. Wonderful. Um, she does have mobility, oh, so her AC is going to be higher. That's great because I get a bonus to uh, to attacks of opportunity. Uh, we're flanking too, right? Yeah. Uh, technically, does, yep. Does a 30 hit? It does, yes. Does a 19 hit? No. Okay. Uh, that is 15 points of damage. Okay. As, like, she gets slashed and, I guess, like, starts to run and just, like, crack her in the side of the head. You see her stumble a bit, and she almost falls off the table, but she uses that sort of misstep into a pretty impressive leap as she tries to plunge the the sword. You can see she's aiming sort of, like, in that space where the neck meets clavicle. And she's trying to just scooter right down and through you. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. That was a cracked die. Okay. Hey, let me tell you, you don't want me to take the one that was closest. <laughs> hey, you know. Okay. That is a that is a 17 KAC. It hits exactly. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> don't. Let's max damage for... These rats are crazy, man. I feel like this. I feel like Durin's showing his age now because he isn't kind of an old rat, so he's not as spry as he used to be. It's nineteen points of damage. All right, I need to make some quick calculations. Give me a second. Jesus, it's not good. You've taken what, like twenty-five so far? And what was that next one? Nineteen. This boys, I'm gonna say this is really bad. All right, this is like. Stabbing as God, and that one hurt. <laughs> the two of you, uh, Cody and Merrick, you see that blade find purchase, and it sinks almost down to the hilt into Durin. And she pulls it out, and as she does, blood splatters across the window, casting a grotesque shadow across the room through the neon light. Fuck. Cody, it is your turn. Cody runs in as fast as he can and punches down just like desperately. Uh, am I flanking with Durin? You can be, yes, if you'd like to be, yeah. I will, because that's only a 15. That's not enough. Yep, as I guess I'm just trying too hard. I think he's freaking out. Uh, Merrick. Or sorry, Durin, it's your turn. Oh, cool. This isn't good, boys. Um, shit. Because my weapon doesn't is now malfunctioning, too. So I can't. I don't even have a, like an active way of defending myself, either. You can move action to fix it and shoot, right? Yeah. She will get an attack of opportunity if he tries to shoot, though. Oh, that's fair. Mm-hmm. She's going after you. Just 
Get to safety. We'll deal with it. And you put me in a in a rough spot. Terry's in a pickle. You guys could have helped a widower prepare for a date. <laughs> should have done that one, or the sex robot, or ever that that. Oh was. man, the sex. Should have done the sex robot. We'd be taking probably the same amount of damage, but in a different way. Cody's innocence. I can't risk her getting an attack of opportunity because I could actually potentially die. Okay. Well, didn't you just move away without occurring attacks of opportunity with your trick attack? Yeah, but my gun's fucked. I can't do a trick attack again right now. Oh, right. You broke my gun, dang. Mm. All right, you ready for this, dude? Yeah. Standard action. I'm going to activate my holographic clones. Nice. Okay. And there's two Durins now. Okay. And I'm going to use my move action, which will incur an attack of opportunity to jump out the window. Wait, how high up are we? You're on the fifth floor, and the window <laughs> is closed. Well, I meant through the glass, but in my mind, I was imagining a fire escape. Okay, yes. You will that's take what I was some, hoping for. <laughs> you will take some glass damage. Okay. I mean, to me, that's kind of my only option. Otherwise, like, running past her, I guess, I could just do that. Um, but this is okay. more fun. Well, here's what we're going to do. You're jumping. You can yeah. leave people's threatened spaces with acrobatics checks. Oh, that's fair. So I will say, depending on the acrobatics check, it will be a successful jump through the window and a successful tumble. Okay, I agree with this. I accept the terms. Acrobatics, move through a threatened area, 15 plus half the opponent's CR, one and a half times CR. So you have to do a, you have to do a 25 acrobatics to not incur attack of opportunity. Oh, the, okay, this is, it's possible, it's possible, all right. Get your attack of opportunity to. Does a 16 hit you? It does not, but I'm pretty sure that destroys my holographic image. Well, one of them, right? Yeah, I only had a, I only had one. You said two. As in there was two Durins, me and uh, my holographic Oh, totally. uh, okay. So. Well, yes, uh, you manifest another Durin and certain it's the real one as Inquisitors are trained. Uh, she thrusts the blade and it smacks into the plaster behind it and it flickers out as you go shattering through the window. Uh, and you are going to take four points of slashing damage. Oh, I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed. Merrick, it is your turn. All right. Merrick is going to move up as well and just try to end this before Durin gets ended. Cool. That's going to be a 26 to hit. Yes. Uh and that's going to be, I believe that's max damage, 18 points of damage. What are you doing to her? So I'm aiming for the same wound I, I, I inflicted before, just trying to finish this as much as possible because I'm sure they're there's like they're bleeding quite a bit uh, and just swinging in, like trying to chop down a tree. Yeah, and you you bury the blade deep into her, and she hits the wall and slides down it leaving a stain of blood she looks at you and she says that coward's always gonna run you can't trust him I've been called a coward once and I trust myself so get over it keep an eye out there's always two she looks you dead in the eye Merrick and she says then I'll happily get my revenge in the hells and you hear a soft pop oh god as her eyes go wide and she begins shaking a little bit and a pink foam seeps out the sides of her mouth. Is this an explosion, Darren, or is it just suicide? Probably fake tooth. Uh, yeah, and she, she slumps over dead. 
Can't risk being questioned. What do you mean there's always two? There's always two. I want to rush inside and cover the window as much as possible. Cody walks the door, slams it, locks it if he can. Um, Durin, as you get to the window and you try to power yourself back in, you notice in a poetic way there's a shard of glass sticking in your side in almost the identical place where you had that shrapnel after that fight that went very, very wrong. It's probably a very familiar pain. And it's so familiar that you, American Cody, you see Durin from outside the window as he's trying to climb up, slips off, and blacks out. Hello, friends. Space GM Dane here to do the things. Um, I've got to be very quiet because I'm an idiot and forgot to record this before uh, 1 a.m. the night before it releases. So I apologize for being quiet and kind of sultry, um, but I don't want to wake anybody up. So, shh. First and foremost, we hope you're enjoying the episode. Piercing the Veil gets, uh, gets wild and... We've already recorded a few episodes in this arc, and uh, it's been a lot of fun, and we're really, really excited to see how you guys feel about what you think about it. Um, it's been a blast to record. I'd like to thank everyone who sent in name suggestions, because we used a lot of them, especially in this episode and the, the episodes going forward. Pretty much every NBC that you guys meet will be named by one of you guys. So uh, thank you very much. It takes a lot of work trying to come up with names off my plate so I can focus on on crafting an engaging story and editing and all that stuff. So thanks a lot. If you would like to get in on the naming train, all you have to do is tweet us at NoQuestCast. Use the hashtag uh, NoQuestCast and uh, let us know. Uh, we also use names from our followers on Twitter and Instagram. But most importantly, and the one I go to the most and is the easiest for me and the highest probability that your name will be seen is on our Discord server. So head on over to noquestcast.com, click the Discord link, join. Uh, you'll be welcomed by a ton of people. Everyone seems to be, everyone thinks I'm joking, but no, you will get a very warm welcome from the amazing community that we have. And then head on over to uh, any of our channels, like the Theories channel, share some fan art, head on over to the NPC name suggestion. We let you guys uh, pitch names to us uh, every week. You can join the Boomer Fan Club if you want, or you can uh, share your pet with us, which is always an exciting thing when someone new joins the Discord who has a, a pet. They they go in and they share an adorable picture, and we love it. Also, if you haven't already, we would love a rating or a review on whatever uh, podcatcher you're using, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, anything like that a review and a rating goes a very long way and uh, those of you who have done it thank you so much it means the world to us and if you're enjoying the show why not suggest it to a friend who might also enjoy it because we would love to grow our very very cool community and if they're friends of yours they're friends of ours so once again head on over to noquestcast.com join the discord hang out with us talk to us share your theories share your fan art and of course share your names that's it for me this week, friends. We hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Duran. Yeah. You hear the beeping of machinery. It's quiet and it's distant. And you hear the soft mumble of voices, but they're, they seem even more distant. And there's the sound of machinery hissing and clicking. And every now and then you hear... What sounds like wheels 
being rolled and you feel yourself being jostled a little. And then the voices are a little closer again. And you feel intense, burning pain. And then everything goes quiet. And the darkness that you were in begins brightening as you open your eyes and you are in a hospital. And you're looking up at the bright fluorescent lights. And you've probably been here once or twice, just not as in dire straits as you are now um, from injuries sustained on missions. And you know that you are back on the home ship of the Fur Clan and you are in the med bay. And I would just take a deep look around. Uh, The room is empty. There's no get well cards. There's no flowers. There's no gifts. There's not even someone waiting to greet you. I guess he would take a look at himself, see how bad he's injured, like go go over it and sure, give me a fortitude save. Uh, man, my dice fucking hate me to that seven. You, as you get up, you fall out of the bed and you hit the ground <laughs> with a hard, hard thud, and it feels like your body has erupted in fire. And the sort of IV that was attached to your arm gets ripped out and all the machinery starts going wild. And things, there's like chimes and and alarms going off and the beeping is like... And you hear the patter of feet rushing towards the room. And a doctor and a nurse come and pull you up off the ground and they're like, What the hell are you... Why are you out of bed? Old habits... Yeah, well, you better get in the habit of staying horizontal or you will tear all of your stitches. I guess he's back on the bed and he's like, how bad is it? Well, let me tell you, you spent about 48 hours in surgery and you were in and out of there like five times. So not great. The kid I was with, did he is, is he down? What, what kid? What are you talking? Everyone is down. You are literally the only one who made it out of there. No, I no, I don't believe that. Dern, everyone Dirk's, is... What? what about Dirk? Dirk wasn't there. He had to be. Dirk was on a different assignment. That was meant to be a solo mission. I'd, look, I'm the guy who sews the wounds, okay? I don't know what happened, but I can tell you right now that the only one who's still drawing breath is the one who just fell out of the hospital's bed. So get back in there and get your rest. Because I will not stitch you up again. Not for this stupid bullshit. You got it, Doc. And the doctor goes silent for a second, and you see a look of not fear, but intense unease. You know what? No, probably fear. And he flips the charts closed and leaves without a word. You hear him stop in the doorway, and you hear him mutter, Inquisitor and leaves with the door closing behind you. What would you do? I think Durin would check his wounds, see if he tore his stitches at all. You haven't, but you can tell, like, they look like they're ready to burst. Mm -hmm. He's not comfortable with laying down like that and just, like, waiting. Um, Well, as you sort of give yourself a once-over, you feel something hit the bed, and a voice behind you says, Get dressed. I look back, and who is it? You can't tell. Because it is a Inquisitor who has a full face mask on. There is no discernible features. There's no eyes. It's just a solid silver mask. And they have their hood up. And they look at you and they say, it's time for a promotion, Durin. Looking up at them and it's like, 
you know, doctor's orders and all. Can't disobey them, as he kind of says with a smile as he tries to get up again. And you give me another fortitude save. <laughs> no! What'd you get? It's a natural one. All right. Oh, damn, you need to burn that dice. It's neon green. It's my it's my lovely dice. It's the dice that gives me that kills all the players. Yeah. Including me. Your stitches burst open. <sighs> and the Inquisitor walks over and fires his pistol and then presses the burning hot muzzle against your flesh and removes his mask. And now you see a grizzled war veteran, a man who has seen more blood and war than you probably ever will. People in the Fur Clan, especially in these times, don't live to be as old as this guy. Mm-hmm. And as he presses the barrel of the the gun into your wound and you feel your flesh singeing, he says, I'm not going to ask again, Durin. Get dressed. <sighs> and you wake up to Cody and Merrick pulling you back in and placing you on that recliner. <sighs> Cover the windows. Um, Cody jabs you with the magic syringe we have. And I will say, about 25 minutes has passed. Then you've oh. already been jabbed. Okay. How, how much did it heal me? I believe it's 1d8. Yes. And he's got his gulch gun out and he's on the like window. You've got the door, Merrick? Oh, wait. Uh, did you roll the, the healing? I assumed you would do it. No, you, you healed me, boo. That's five. Five. Okay, cool. Um, and is it okay... If I use a resolve point to get my stamina back thing. Um, if you guys really take 10 minutes, sure. Yeah, we definitely, we definitely take 10 minutes. Where's the second one, Darren? <sighs> uh, well, give me a perception check, Cody and Merrick. <laughs> nope. Natural one. I oh, my six. God. Um, you guys have dragged Durin in. Actually, you know what? Let's let's see what you guys did. What you see Durin flop out of the window onto the back onto the fire escape. Uh, what did you guys do? Uh, drag I, him in. Drag him in for sure. Put him on the chair and like look at Merrick. And I'm like, what do we do? Dress the wounds. Hold pressure. Clean it. He's gonna come back to us. Well, Merrick, give me a medicine check. Uh, that's going to be an eleven. Okay. I will say that's enough to know how to deal with slashing uh, and like, you know, the the wounds that Duran has has endured are not complicated. They are piercing and slashing uh, the gunshot wounds a little harder to, to fix. But yes, you you know how to with a with an 11. That's that's enough. You're not trying to, you know, discern what kind of disease or poison or anything. You're just making sure this man, your friend, doesn't bleed out on this couch. Yes. Um, so, yeah, you guys have spent some time and you get your you're helping Durin stabilize. Durin, you there, buddy? Am I awake yet, Dan? Um, No, he seems to be out cold. He seems stable and fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't even really seem like he should be KO'd. You know what I mean? Like it, he didn't get knocked out there. Yeah. Something else seems to be happening. And I will use what did you guys roll for your perception checks? Six. Natural one. Cool. You take a look out Merrick. I'm going to say you are so preoccupied with Durin that you wouldn't notice if someone was standing in the doorway and uh, Cody, you are looking out the window and you don't see anyone or anything. Um, you have, you guys are there for about another 20 minutes and there is no sign that anyone's coming. All right, let's wait for him to wake up and then we'll have to move. And Durin, you do, this is when you start to come to uh, Merrick and Cody sort of looking over you hmm. on this, this recliner. I'm getting too old for this. Yeah, you are old, man. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I can't 
say I've seen many people get their throat slit and stand right back up a minute later. Oh, part of me wishes I didn't have didn't stand back up. Fuck, right. that hurt. Yeah, that was, uh, she was good with the blade. You okay? Uh, probably not, but I'll, I'll live. I'll live. Um, how long was I out? Uh, it's almost been half an hour. Okay. Is your own clan trying to kill you, Dern? Is that what's going on here? I think we can say 100% yes. And probably the other Durin, Durin lookalikes that we've been finding around are probably just... I can't imagine they miss targets. They're probably just messages. Yeah, she doesn't seem like the type to miss targets. She sure didn't with me. Now, if neither of you were here... I... Hey, we're always going to be here, okay? Thank you. One step at a time. Let's uh, Let's get out of here. Rest up. Do you want us like searching enemies and shit or just, I mean, if you want to search her for things, that's different. But in terms of like being like looter. Yeah. I kind of leave that endurance hands. Cause I assume he knows protocols and dangers and you know, just check it. He's like nursing his wound right now. Go ahead. There shouldn't be anything. There's going to be nothing to tire to anything either, but uh, Cody does a little, a little search then. She sure. doesn't seem like the sloppy kind. Give no. me a perception check. Oh, I should have let someone else do this. Uh, that is uh, 20. Unnatural. Exactly as Duran said, there is nothing there that would give any indication as to who she is, why she was there, what she was doing. It is like she didn't exist. Okay. If the other one ha- didn't attack in the last half hour, it's probably safe. They're watching to ensure the mission was successful or not. It wasn't, so someone needs to report what happened to command. They were... Really confident that one of them could get it done, eh? No, it's more so that they're making sure that the other one gets it done, and if they don't, they don't talk. Well, are you are you able to move? Yeah, I think so. Should we bring this back to Bacchius? I point at the, the dead assassin. Does it count as completed it? I don't know. Um, There's still one out there, right? Do you think they'll still keep killing now that they've... The Make one that's attempt. out there probably won't, but whatever team comes back will. How do we stop them? How do we end this turn? Short of taking out the whole clan, which, you know, they don't seem the kind of people to let things go. We could try faking my death. That didn't work the first time, though. Eh, I didn't do a great job at it the first time. But to be fair, they're not. They're kind of gullible in that sense. Well, you probably look like you died out there. I know, though. They'll keep coming. Let's just pull this in for Brachius and call it a mission complete. It's going to be a while before another team shows up. Hopefully we'll be long gone. All right, Darren, that's what you think we should do. I don't have another option. I doubt the person who was watching. And he's going to, like, look on the rooftops just to... He does. He knows that they're probably not there now, but he knows that someone was out there 100%. Well, give me a perception check. Okay. <laughs> nope. Don't worry about it. The dizziness and the the glare from the neon sign make it a very good place if someone was watching uh, to to not be able to be spotted. But you don't see anyone before leaving, before he takes the body, Durin would like stoop down with a grunt and pick up the blade. That's a little too familiar, especially since like his gun broke mid combat and he doesn't have anything like to attack like close quarters with. I think he wants to keep that on his person for a moment. Uh, then if you want to add it to your gear list, it's a tactical dueling sword. Cool, yeah. You take the sword, and are you taking the body back to Bacchus? I guess I think so. so. You 
present the body and Bacchius kind of looks at it and just says, in reality, this could be anyone. So I'm going to put a 24-hour hold on your deposit. And if no one else dies the way that people have been dying, I will consider this complete. Does that sound fair? Sounds fair. You should get in writing. And yeah, so he everything on the, the tavern side of things is done very legit. So you get a little ping on your consoles and it says, you know, contract complete, 30 or 300 credits on hold, 24 hours, and there's a counter going down. Or sorry, it was it was 600 credits. If we need to come back, we'll we'll be here, but this this should be it. If another body comes down, this this will be canceled and yeah, I would either expect you to rectify it or reimburse. Agreed. The situation's probably taken care of. Let's hope so. Thank you. And he uh, shakes your hands, or ex- at least extends his hand to anyone who would shake it. Yeah, I'll shake his hand. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yes, you guys have completed pest control for 600 credits, which will be given to you in 24 hours. Fuck, All that right. was so traumatizing. God damn it. <laughs> um, now, we are going to have to do someone roll me a d20, please, to see if anyone else has come and taken any of the contracts. All right, well, I feel like Terry should roll. No. 10 or lower, potentially more contracts disappear, uh, or uh, 11 or higher, and uh, nothing has been removed. All right, Brian? I'm not rolling this. Okay. Um, That's going to be a six. Damn right. Let's see which one goes. Uh, Okay, so unfortunately, Fudge Puddington... Is is out of no. out of luck, and he's going to be going on his date unprepared. Well, no, maybe someone took it. Yeah, someone took the job. So, can we see uh, who took it? Nope. Damn. Uh, it, the Frelance brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not taverns; they're freelancers. Can only taverns take these? Yes, that is the whole point of the thing: is that taverns are like highly regulated and. If you don't have a tavern mm. permit and like a tavern ship, you cannot take these jobs. But I guess a tavern could still freelance it out to the freelance twins. Exactly. Yes. I mean, Perfect. maybe. If so, I think he'll. I think Fudge will be all right. They seem highly <laughs> capable. Um. So yes, you have a uh, an address for uh, someone known as FB Two K. Do you need some time, Duran? No, we we don't have time. We just got to keep going, guys. Is it possible the assassination was a distraction while they, you know, fucked with our ship or something? Anything's possible, buddy. Should we check or just... I mean, sure, Jack's still on the ship. Yeah. Maybe we should call him and let him know that assassins might be after us and him? Well, we'll decide. We'll just see how he's doing. We don't want to scare him. Okay. I won't talk then. Uh... Uh, I'll call up Short Jack real quick. Um, yeah, he appears on your phone and he's like covered in grease and he seems to be like in the ship inside like one of the walls or something and he comes popping out and he's just like, Oh no, they got him. Hang on, who got me? Nothing, Short Jack. Just check it in. We're just finished our first quest. Gonna take another there now. All right, yeah, no, everything's great here. I'm just, uh, I'm just seeing what makes this baby tick. All right, awesome. If you know, anything weird happens, just give us a call, okay? Should I expect something weird to happen? Well, you've known us for a little while now, so yes. Okay, yeah, now that checks out. Okay, um, cool. I'm, I'm just going to keep dicking around in this ship then. All right. See you, short check. Stay safe. And you see him, like, just disappear back into the into the walls. Well, right. that's good. Let's go. So what was the name? FB2K? FB2K. Cool. I'm assuming, obviously, this is still in the uh, night market or whatever it's called. 
Midnight Bazaar, yep. Midnight Bazaar. All right, let's go. We couldn't have done the pleasure the pleasure cafe, could we? Hey, there's still time. We'll see how this one goes, Darren. That's the thing. If you guys want to take another contract now because you've already completed one, you you can. Now let's let the fates decide. Okay. Then, yes, if you guys are just heading to the, the contact location, then you arrive at this, I don't want to say nice place, but it seems like in the nicer part of the Midnight Bazaar, kind of like the suburbs of it, kind of on the outskirts away from a lot of the touristy stuff. There is what you could consider a lawn. It's just like AstroTurf, like a <laughs> small like triangle wedge of AstroTurf and a a fence that has been put up and it's been painted white and there's a small like windowsill that has like some flowers on it, but they're all fake. And you arrive at FB2K's uh, address. All right. I, you guys ready for this? Is he going to be a kid in the basement? Oh, I have a, I have a big feeling this is his mother's house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost certain of it. Stop ruining my jokes, boys. <laughs> as, long as, I don't get, as long as I don't get stabbed several times, I'm, I'm pretty happy with whatever this is. All right. Merrick knocks on the door. Um, and you hear on the other side, just a minute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> as a woman in her mid fifties appears, or I guess you can't really tell because she is this sort of green pear shaped woman with uh, three eyes. And she's got these like two big ears, but they almost look like trumpets, almost like a Shrek situation. Oh, yeah. And uh, she's wearing a blue and white striped dress. And she has an apron around her. And it says, like, kiss the chef. And she's holding a uh, she's got oven mitts on and she's holding a, a tray of, of steaming cookies. And she says, oh, hello. Hi. What can we do for you today? Oh, hello, FB ma'am. 2K, I assume. Nice to meet you. I put my hand up. Oh, is he broken? Uh. No, we're we're we were uh, we're looking for someone who uses the alias FB2K. Oh, <laughs> okay. Hold on, hold on one second, darling. And you hear, oh, mom. <laughs> and she says, oh, he'll he'll be up in just a moment. Would you like a cookie? Oh, please, I would oh, lovely. love one. Absolutely. Um, they're a little hot, but they're fucking delicious. They're very, Ugh. very good. I would say oh. rivaling uh, shortbread or short jack shortbread. Oh my god! We don't tell short jack. No, Never. of course not. We don't tell him. Well, I I did not know that uh, a famous baker lived in the neighborhood. Oh, oh, you stop it! Oh, but it's incredible. These are lovely. Uh, roll me a diplomacy check. Cody's just like very slowly looking from this mom to Merrick and like grinning like. <gasps> Uh, 17. Um, she gives you a, a, like a turn, like a, like a, almost like a profile. So you can kind of like see her shape, her pear shape. Now, um, are you talking like a pear shape? Like she was drawn by Disney Pixar or an actual pear? No, this is, yeah, I'm talking like an actual pear. I'm not saying she's got like a Pixar mom booty. She is, if you imagine pretty much take a pear, put three eyes at the top, 
And <laughs> that, that is that is what this woman looks like. Well, now I'm visualizing the, just a walking pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just got like you can't even you can't even really see her like feet or her legs. Yeah, how does she ambulate? She's got them, but like with the dress and the apron, like you can't really see. Okay. She like blushes a little and gives you a wink, Merrick, and she uh, she walks in and like it's very obvious that she's purposely like like swaying the hips like she's 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 popping those hip walks um and and she like looks back at you again before disappearing into the kitchen and uh from a door off to the left you hear like a a door flings open and this uh equally pear-shaped but smaller young man looks at you and he's got these obnoxious like almost like a neo from the matrix sunglasses on (laughs) and he's wearing a all black turtleneck and leather pants and he's got like nine wallet chains and uh, his nails are painted black and he's just like oh so embarrassing you guys are with the tavern correct you must be fb2k that's what i'm known on the grid as what does it mean if you have to ask you don't know yeah Anyway, um, I'm assuming you you're here to pay us to beat up some bullies. What? Did you did you even read the contract? No. Someone's been hacking my hacks, and I want to hack them back. Okay. And how can we help? All right. Just come into the den, and he goes down into the the basement, and the door is left open. How musky is it down here? Oh, it I is know like exactly what this basement smells like. You I can get smell it <laughs> into the basement, and there's like a, a like a, a physical wall of smell oh, of yeah. like processed cheese and body odor. Um, and mm. you guys pretty much like the second you get down off the stairs, that sort of like immaculate home feeling of the upstairs. You get down, and there's a, like you feel a crinkle under your feet as you look down at uh. the floor. Is just foil bags of like snack food. Uh, Cody immediately stops breathing. Probably for a good call. A, for a while, I was pretty upset that I was raised in such a harsh manner, but now I feel a little bit better towards my youth. All right, so you know what it's like to be oppressed too. Uh, <laughs> Merrick just like takes a sigh. Yeah, you could say that. Then help me help hack this hacker. He's like getting all up in my business and i fucking hate it so unfair all right sh- show us the situation what's what's going on and you step into it and the basement isn't that large um and he's actually got a pretty impressive setup he's got about four monitors uh three sort of wrap around and then he has a, a really large one above and like angled down so that when he's sitting at his desk he's almost like in a like a 180 full screen situation. His desk is curved and covered in like energy drinks and sodas. There's like four open bags of chips. It's a mess, but you can tell that like where his workspace is, like there's a clean cutoff of like, this is his place where he works. And all that shit's like kind of pushed off to the peripherals. Cool setup. Thanks. Finally, someone gets it. Look, here's the situation. I like to make it difficult for the corpo scum in the dome. I'm not saying I'm like a hero, but I'm kind of a hero. I kind of fuck their shit up on a daily basis. I turn off their power. I kill their elevators. I lock their doors. I open their windows when they don't want their windows to be open. I go through their files and sometimes I empty their recycling bin. Are we talking 
corpos like Congo. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Wait, you... Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. This is like specifically what I'm talking about. Has it happened to you too? Has, has what happened? Okay, look. And he wheels around in his chair and he begins just like furiously like typing on his thing and a picture of a building incorporated organization and it just seems to be like this faceless shell corporation that someone is using obviously as a front and you see all the power go out see i fucked this shit up that's gonna take like 15 minutes to reboot got him fuck you and he's like giving the screens the finger and then he switches the like taps a bit more and the Congo building. However, this is uh, part of a much larger building called Contra Dynamics. And he says, these guys watch. And he does the same sort of like furious typing and the, the lights flicker for a second. And then all of a sudden his screen goes all fucked and it begins wavering and it looks like he's getting like hacked back and a bunch of things pop up. And then really loudly, a video starts playing of being like, are you looking for sexy singles? And the volume is so fucking loud. And he's like, God damn it again. And you hear the mom from above be like, honey, you know, you're not supposed to be watching those. And he's like, mom, fuck. <laughs> the meatloaf, ma. And he turns around. And he's just like, it's only Contra. Every other place I can get through. But here's the thing. It's not one of their hackers. It's not a technomancer on their staff. It is another independent. I don't understand why someone is protecting a corporation, especially not a hacker. Wouldn't be Vale, would it? He looks at you and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. You think you think I'm going toe-to-toe with Vale? You think Vale is protecting Contra? Are you fucking stupid? Bro, are you stupid? Bro. I just think that hey. it'd have to be pretty impressive to go up against you. Are you stupid? Sometimes. Vale would never work with someone like Contra. And he seems pissed. All right. <laughs> FB2K. Um, once again, we're here to help. Obviously, we're not as gifted on the computer as you are. So I'm assuming there's something we can do with our boots in the dirt. No, I specifically asked for someone to hack hack back the hacker. Oh, hmm. I look at Dern. I'm I'm pretty de- I'm pretty good with the computer. All right, let's let's dive in. All right, so this is kind of like a multi-step process. I think I can get them, but I need kind of like more hands than I've got, you know. So here's the plan. And he pulls out a small laptop and he hands it to you, Dern. He says, "You're gonna be sort of my counter hacker. So as I hack, you're gonna be hacking on top, so that hopefully whoever it is is gonna target your hack instead of my hack." You understand? I got you. But in order for that to work, I need someone to sort of reroute my IP and all of my other sort of communication stream. So that is where this comes in. And he opens up his closet and it is this giant server with almost like those old school like patch cables that the operators used to use. Uh, And then he rolls over to another like curtain and opens that. And there's another one of them. And he says, I'm going to need someone to sort of run between these two and patch and unpatch while someone has to go to the roof and disable my connection at the right time to sever connection and then plug it right back in in order to complete the hack. But if it seems like my connection's gone, he can't get in. Do you understand? Uh, yeah, uh, Sort of. Okay, I'm going to lay it out. 
little dude here hacking with me. He's the decoy. He's going to make it seem like he's the one hacking. I'm going to be doing a secret hack. Someone else is going to be switching my IP address manually within the room. And then I need another person on the roof fucking with my signal. And you're going to kill it right before we finish our hack. And then when I say so, you got to plug it back in. Understand? All right. Got it. I'll go to the roof. All right. Then I guess it's this guy. He looks at you. This fucking idiot. Thinks it's Vale. Idiot. <laughs> and look, I'm going to sweeten the pot. If you guys do this, I stole a pretty juicy little secret from Contra when I was able to get in there for a split second. That file, all yours. All right. Let's uh, hack the hacker. Yeah, let's, let's do it. So the way this works is, Cody, you're going to have to do athletics checks to run back and forth across the room to switch them accurately. Darren, you're going to be doing computer checks. Uh-huh. And Merrick, you're going to be doing reflex saves. Cool. I go into Kraviton mode. Do I feel like I would need my armor on right now? Um, probably not. Yeah, because I feel like if we're in someone's sweaty basement, I don't feel like me wearing heavy armor while running back and forth makes much sense. Okay. So I think I'm just going to take it off and like lay it against the wall. Cool. And he's like, yeah, man, let's let's get limber. And he takes off his shirt as well. Oh, oh yeah. no. It's terrible. I, I, I'm not going to fist bump him because he keeps calling me an idiot. Never mind. <laughs> I bet he smells like Axe, Axe body spray. I can smell uh, it. Hey, you know. He doesn't smell like anything that would make someone smell good. <laughs> this man probably hasn't worn deodorant ever. Let's get this going. All right. All right. He Us. wheels around and begins. And Durin. You're going to have to give me a computer check, please. Oh, fuck. Thank fuck. Okay. 26. Nice. Um, And (laughs) you are following along his keystrokes, and you see sort of like the second he opens a a channel for you, you're in there, and you're matching his speed with like accurate uh, frequency and, and, uh, you know, accuracy. He's just like, you're, you're killing it. You're doing a great job. Cody, you're going to give me an athletics check as he looks over and goes, all right, man. Switch it up. Uh, 21. Cool. Yes, you managed to get over to the two panels and begin switching over the the cables and messing it up. And he's like, all right, all right. Good, good, good. All right, little man, you ready? This is where it gets heavy. Uh, and you're going to have to do another computer checks for me, uh, Dirk. Okay. All right, we're fine. 21. Okay, perfect. Uh, Cody, you're going to have to give me one more athletics check. All right. Uh, that's a 28. Nice. You you do a very good job. As he says, all right, hit it, guy on the roof. And Merrick, give me a reflex save. Um, that's going to be, thank God I rolled a 19 on the dice. It's going to be a 23. Okay. Yeah. You manage to pull it out exactly as he says and then plug it back in. And Cody and Duran, you see the power of the Contra building go out and the doors like the automatic doors slowly slide open. He's like, yeah, got him. Fuck you. Uh, Merrick grabs more cookies on his way down. Wait, don't you have to stay and put it back on? No, uh, no, he. The re- it was just one reflex safe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and you see a security guard on the, the camera just walk over and like press a button and the doors like close again and the power's back on. Yeah, we, we got him. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck you, corpse. I, like, slowly raise a middle finger to the screen. Yeah, all right. You know what? Not idiot. I'm sorry. 
sorry what I said, I was heated, but this is a victory. This is a victory for the little guy, the oppressed, like us. And he looks at you, Merrick, as you come down with cookies. Would you like a cookie? Fuck no, man. Cookies are a part of the system. <laughs> I hold out a hand for a cookie. I, I give everyone else a cookie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he says, well, I guess a deal's a deal. And he switches over to a, a smaller screen. And you guys hear the ping of contract completed. And 300 credits have been deposited to the tavern. Hey, what about that uh, that other file that you mentioned? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, hold on one second. And it says on the bottom of the screen, it says like additional attachment. Want to explain what's in it just in case we're too dumb to understand? I mean, I, like, I don't really give a shit. It's just like a bunch of like trademarks or patents or something. I don't know. All right. Well, I, uh, yeah, we'll look at that when we get back to the ship, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty well, cool. Thank you. Feel free to call upon the tavern in case you have additional hacking needs in the future. Dude, I fucking will. What do you, what's your, you're the, and he like opens up, the persistence? Fuck yeah, man, five stars. Good job. Do taverns have a rating system? Oh yeah. Sweet. FB2K, you're pretty cool. Fucking right I am. All right. Uh, You have a good night or life or whatever. Uh, We'll see you on the web. Okay, old man. Like, why are you talking like you're fucking a hundred years old? Whatever. And he turns around, puts on a, like obscenely large headset covered in LEDs, and goes back to like doing whatever he was doing. All right. Should we leave you in the house with with, with the mom, or do you want to? No, I'm good. I've uh, we have other things to do. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, that was a hard decision to make. <laughs> Um, as you guys are heading up the stairs, she's there waiting, and she says, Well, thank you very much for helping my darling. I'm shocked at how quickly and efficient you were. And she's looking well, at Mark this whole time. We're really well, quick. We work hard. We put a lot of work in. Oh, Merrick, uh, me and Cody need to go take care of something real quick. Uh, you, you got this covered, right? No, come on, no, I must come as well. I think we have it covered. The two yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah, we, we got this covered. I leave. <laughs> I leave with Cody. <laughs> Merrick, what do you do? <laughs> Look, man, I can feel the sexual tension between us. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the one mm-hmm. thing I have to say, I live a dangerous life. We're being hunted. As much as I would love to stay, I can't bring you and that beautiful boy of yours into this. She's like biting her bottom lips so hard. Think of me every time the sun is high in the sky. Remember, I'm out there working hard thinking of you and thinking of those goddamn cookies. She leans over and whispers in your ear, The sun never shines on Surf. Exactly. And Merrick walks away. <laughs> uh, you see her lean against the doorframe with a whimper, and she, she grabs, she like, you know, clutches it, and she looks at you and one last time before closing the door. Damn. I need a snack. And Merrick just <laughs> heads on. Wait, but we had so many cookies. Cody says, but there was a snack right back there. Uh, yeah. That was pretty good. Cody. Good luck, Cody. He fist bump <laughs> Cody for that one. <laughs> um, Let's go get a drink. Okay. Where would you like to go for a drink? I feel like we've had a big day. Like, what's up? Like, where are we to in the hours of a day, uh, Dan? Uh, it is impossible to tell on Surf because it's always night, especially in the Midnight Bazaar. All right. But I would say you've probably been here for like 
I don't know, like six hours? Okay. Let's go get some milkshakes. Yeah. Always down. I really like that 50s diner. Yeah, let's go back to that 50s diner. What were uh, the 50s anyway? Not too sure. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's like a lot of this pop culture stuff only really makes sense to Cody because this is all Earth shit. So yeah, yeah, you guys go to the 50s diner and it's Sally is there waiting on you again. And uh, she swings by and says, you've been here once before. Would you like the usual? Yes, please. Yes, please. Extra napkins. That's extra. Normal amount of napkins. One. And then a slot opens up in her stomach and she pulls it out and puts it on the table and says, I'll be right back. And she goes wheeling off. Is it just one napkin for the entire table? No, it just seemed like, you know, she anticipates your needs. It seems like Cody really wanted a napkin. So Merrick's going to open that copyright file that we got from uh, Congo. Uh, Sure. Yes. You open it up and it seems to be uh, just as FB2K said, it's two patents that were recently filed from Contra Dynamics. Um, One seems to be like a nanite infused metal alloy. And the second seems to be some sort of incredibly complex life support system. I don't like either of that. Um, And both of the patents seem to be attached to something called Project Dahlia. Can you go into more detail about what the life support system looks like? Uh, Give me an engineering check. There we go. The dice is coming back for me, boys. 28. Um, So they, this isn't like a proprietary, like blueprint at all. It is just sort of a, uh, more of a legal document saying that like they're the, the thing that they have is theirs and they own it and they developed it. Um, It just, it literally just seems to be a life support that is meant to last a very long time. It seems to boast a very, very long like lifespan. And it also seems to be incredibly versatile in terms of what and who it can support. Okay. I don't know what to do with that. Well, I guess it feels important. Maybe we can trade it to someone or maybe we can do something with it for, for money or favors. Maybe if we do meet Vale, he'll be interested in this. I don't know. Yeah. This nanite stuff. What, what was that all about again? Um, so the nanite infused metal alloy seems to be a like a construction material meant to have some sort of not sentience, but like ability to shift and change dynamically. Kind of cool. Does it say what kind of state the metal's in? Uh, well, that's like kind of the point of it is that it, it can be whatever state. Yes. Cool. Project Dahlia, but they're bo- they're both under Project Dahlia, right? Both Correct. of them seem to be attached to that project. Yes. That's a weird. That's weird. Merrick has ideas, but he's not going to vocalize it now. Okay, so we get our milkshakes. I guess we should get another quest in. Yeah, let's look over our contracts while we're drinking our, you know. All right. Well, roll me another d twenty, someone. Uh, I rolled last time. Not it. Are you sure? Go ahead, Cody. Uh, it's an eight. Okay. Don't do it to me, Dane. This is Skewered. A popular food cart needs assistance relocating through a dangerous stretch of the bazaar. Uh, that one is now gone. So the quests you have left are Ghost in the Machine, Vigilante Vigilance. That's it, huh? That is it, yep. Cody really wants to do the Vigilante one. All right, we can do the vigilante. Let's do the vigilante one. one. You know, I will say you can take more than one. I do want to remind you of that. It's just if you fail them or don't complete them, you do have to pay the credits worth. Fuck oh, it, let's, let's take, take both of them. All right, fuck okay. it. Um, okay, cool. 
I'm going to reiterate just in case anyone forgets. So Ghost of the Machine is a pleasure cafe is having trouble with an invasive virus that is disrupting and occasionally injuring their clients. And the contact for that is Fizz. And Vigilante Vigilance is a particularly rough neighborhood in the bazaar is having trouble with an uptick in crime as a new vigilante is attempting to clean up the streets, but is making the situation worse. And the contact for that is Vargo. Fizz and Vargo. Okay. Which one do you want to do first? Stay on this, considering we only have 72 hours. Let's keep pushing it. Yeah, I'm just going to give myself a a quick quick healing. I assume uh, the bourbon-infused milkshakes are healing us massively. They're actually, everyone's getting a little bit of a buzz at this point in time. So you are all going to be taking, you're all going to be considered sickened as you are. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) What What are you doing over there, Derek? What are you using? Oh, I'm using my own, like, oh, I guess this would be kind of an important moment. It's my first time doing this. Uh, uh, He's going to cast his healing for the first time. Uh, He probably hasn't had much practice with it yet, so he's just going to kind of, like, do it on himself just to see. What does that look uh, like? um, I think he's going to be a little subtle about it. He's not going to, like, let anyone know what he's doing. Maybe they're just talking about it, and he's just going to, like, give this focus. He probably focuses on that, like, familiar pain. Uh, okay. And t- takes him back to that moment. Sure. Um, and I think that's what powers it almost as he heals himself for three points. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Soft, warm light sort of envelops you uh, coming out of your hand as uh, you you do a little bit of healing. What, Dur- Durin? You got uh, just shiny. Really good milkshake. Let's go do a. Let's go do a thing. Cody like drinks his and stares at his hand. Which uh, Which one would you like to do first? Ghost in the machine or vigilante vigilance? I really vigilante. Wanna. Yeah, vigilante. Lena, vigilante. Just because you know what? I think Cody needs one today. Uh, okay, it's cool. Definitely going to be probably not something that makes Cody happy. <laughs> no, but, uh, but well, he's... this is, I believe, the most expensive one at mm-hmm. seven hundred and fifty credits. Oh God, it's going to be bad. So yes, you guys uh, go into. You guys are actually going back into the borough, but this is sort of like the outskirts before it becomes heavily dominated by Yosoki population. And this is just kind of like the the cusp of where the tourist area ends and where sort of the, the rough neighborhoods, the, the really rough neighborhoods begin. You are looking for a man named Vargo who owns a convenience store. Let's go find Vargo's convenience. Do you guys want to do anything before you head over? Talk about anything? Heal? Um, whatever pretty good i think i was the only one that got really that got stabbed so you know okay, what right. it's i haven't used a point today can i just say i used one when we had our milkshakes because i'm still down to two damage from the sign uh <laughs> to to restore stamina points yeah for sure yeah. i will say your milkshake break counts as a as a, a 10 minute rest mm-hmm. you know these milkshakes really bring all the boys in huh it's if there was a yard in surf i would imagine they would be flocking to it <laughs> Cool, yeah. So you guys get to uh, Vargo's Convenience. It's, it's almost on like a, a corner at, at like kind of a T-junction. Everyone roll me some perception checks. All right. Hell yeah, it's a 20. A dirty that's 20. A, that's a 7. 16. Um, Cody, you notice in the convenience store through the windows, two men in hoodies with their 
their hoods up and one of them is like acting real sketchy in the aisles and the other one is at the cash pointing behind seems like he's buying like cigarettes and the second the guy turns around he pulls out a shotgun and the other guy pulls out a gun and uh, the few people who are in there start screaming and the guy behind the counter puts his hands up and they all start sort of like yelling at the, the cash register guy and the guy in the aisle is yelling at the people who are in there. Um, there's a, a stick up. Well, I think we should intervene. Wait, was, isn't there supposed to be a vigilante around? And as you say that, Durin, <laughs> the lights in the convenience store go out and all of a sudden you see a couple flashes and a couple screams and the sound of things being smashed and knocked over and broken. And then both the guys go flying out through the window as it shatters into the street, covered in blood. One of them has a broken arm as a man in a cloak and a cowl step out. The cape billows behind him and you get a good look at him as he's wearing this dark brown leather outfit. His head looks kind of like a Soki's head with these rat-like ears. And he has this long brown cape. One of the guys on the streets is like scooting backwards on his hands. He's like, who the hell are you? And as he stands over them, he says, I'm the rat man. (laughs) 